It lays the predicate and the foundation for the development of a weather satellite that will permit man to determine the world's cloud layer and ultimately to control the weather. And he who controls the weather will control the world. On countless fronts, the horizon grows darker with each passing day. And how often I ponder the hundreds of copies of Mark Twain's The Damned Human Race essays that I've handed out in years now past. Trouble's not off on the horizon. It's here. The following report was published last week, titled Climate Tipping Points Could Topple Like Dominoes, warned scientists. The report then states, quote, analysis shows significant risk of cascading events even at 2 degrees C of heating with severe long-term effects. What a gross understatement of what's already here. There is no could, there is no may, there is no might. Let's tell the whole truth, which continues to go unmentioned. Biosphere collapse is the absolute bottom line to all that's unfolding, to all the protocols being pushed on populations, and it's here now. Exactly the analogy I've stated over and over on this broadcast for far too many years already. Cascading collapse, feedback loops, one domino knocks over a bigger domino, which in turn topples a still larger link in the chain, and the process continues. And those in power know full well what is unfolding, and they are doing exactly what we should have expected them to do. And for the record... Though the science report in question states 2 degrees C as the don't cross threshold, frontline unfiltered data indicates that we are likely already well past 3.5 degrees C of warming. That's warmer than at any point in time that human beings have existed on this planet previously. And the difference now is the earth changes that are occurring are occurring at hundreds of times the pace than any previous mass extinction on planet Earth. We are in completely uncharted territory impact at full velocity and from countless directions is now perilously close and still denial rules the day dished up at mainstream media troughs of disinformation distraction and polarization you're listening to the commercial free non-political global alert news hour if you're willing to consider the pieces of the puzzle presented in this broadcast and then put those pieces together after your own investigation you'll indeed form a picture of just how dark a corner we the human race have painted ourselves into again if you want to know how bad it is stay tuned let's get started with this consideration the sky could be on fire and almost none would even notice And those that did would soon enough convince themselves that everything was fine once official sources and their mainstream media lapdogs tell them that the condition was normal and that it has always been so and to just go back to sleep. Mainstream media, theater narratives, distraction, and disinformation are ever more absurd and transparent. The few that do manage to glimpse reality through the smoke and mirrors all too often then retreat to statements like, you can't do anything about it, So just live your life. That is the coward's way out. This is most especially true for those who have children. And the moment you bring a child into the world, you no longer own your life. You owe it to that child and to the web of life on which that child's life completely depends. Unfortunately, most have so far refused to consider the difference they might be able to make in this all-important battle to expose and halt the insanity that's surrounding all of us, because to do so 
would mean they would need to rise to the occasion. Their personal pursuits of pleasure would need to take second stage to a greater calling. But in that calling exists a form of solace that can never be taken, ever. Let's cover headlines. First, this. Bill Gates and Warren Buffett team up to build advanced nuclear power plant in Wyoming. What could go wrong with that, right? Let's ask the African and Indian governments about the results of the Gates vaccine programs in their countries. And God help us all if that's a barometer for the Gates-Buffett nuclear power plant. Again, I think of Mark Twain's The Damned Human Race. We already have multiple meltdowns at Fukushima. Chernobyl is on the verge of a second meltdown. There's some 440 existing nuclear power plants that would take decades to even attempt to cold shut down. And we're building 60 more right now. That's not counting the Gates-Buffett experiment. How many have stopped to consider all of that while viewing the nightly mainstream media theater of mass distraction? How's the environment doing? Not so well. Let's put some pieces of the puzzle together. Consider and remember that climate engineering is a core component in all of these scenarios. First headline, record cold grips eastern U.S. over Memorial Day weekend. From that headline, numerous cold temperature records have been broken in parts of the eastern U.S. over the Memorial Day weekend while a heat wave was forecast and occurred to reach dangerous levels for some locations in the West, according to the National Weather Service. Again, for the record, National Weather Service and National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, the nation's weathermen, have an illegal federal gag order on them. Where do they get their so-called forecasts, i.e. the scripts that they read and tell to us? From Raytheon and Lockheed Martin, private defense contractors that are neck deep in climate engineering operations. The Fox is literally running the hen house and writing the scripts for it. Next headline, parts of Southeast Australia shiver through coldest May mornings on record. Again, that's after Australia has baked and burned for years. The ongoing and worsening weather whiplash scenarios that are absolutely a result of climate engineering. And that is not in any way to deny the countless other forms of anthropogenic damage to the planet. The human race taken as a whole has been a horrific steward of planet Earth. Who could rationally deny that? But when there's enough moisture in place, the climate engineers seed that moisture with patented processes of chemical ice nucleation for weather modification, and that causes frozen precipitation to fall when liquid precipitation should have fallen. Chemically nucleated moisture. Same thing ski slopes do. This is not new technology. It's patented technology. And the difference in this frozen material is very evident to those who were around when we had naturally nucleated snow. Completely different material. And now we have massive hailstones falling constantly because they're starting the chemical ice nucleation process much sooner, doing unbelievable damage all over the world. And one wonders, or many ask me, why aren't the insurance companies doing anything about this? Because they're being kept afloat through the back door like all the other businesses that are part of the fascist system. Kept afloat, kept silent, paid through the back door with printed Fed fiat money from those who control the central banks. They're at the top of the power structure pyramid. Ultimately, they own militaries, thus they own countries. That's how the system works. Let's cover more headlines. Rare level five warning for disruptive snow issued for parts of South Africa. Again, all places that have been baking and burning and now they're freezing. 
short-term, highly toxic surface cool-downs. That's what chemical ice nucleation operations create. Search the engineering winter section at the homepage of geoengineeringwatch.org and learn what you don't want to know. Packed with facts, verifiable data. Please review that section. Review the engineering drought section. Review the engineering wildfire section. All are incredibly relevant now more than ever. But on the wider horizon, power structure maneuverings, let's look at this headline. Fauci may finally be under the bus where he belongs. Time will tell. The true origins of CV-19 are surfacing, though the truth has always been available for any that sought it. Again, biosphere collapse and the protocols being pushed on populations are completely connected. Please understand that. All of this is inseparable. What's actually going on behind the curtain? What do the controllers have planned now? What cards will they choose to play as their desperation goes off the scale? Another headline, same theme. Republican lawmakers blast Fauci after thousands of emails are released. Fauci received messages in early 2020 warning that the virus had been, quote, engineered or may have otherwise emerged from a lab in Wuhan, China, while publicly dismissing the possibility. Fauci publicly dismissed the possibility, which is truly astounding, isn't it? Because I've covered on this broadcast for a year and a half. The journal Nature peer-reviewed study from 2015, anyone can look this up and find it online, that proved the gain-of-function characteristic of this virus was engineered in 2015. We had the science community very alarmed about this. And what's truly perplexing and incredibly transparent is the editor for the journal Nature since all this came to light, posted a notation on the top of this report, more or less saying, the report's not really saying what it's saying, trying to deny this obvious truth. And that's how absurd the disinformation is now. That's how haphazard it's become as more and more holes are punched through the power structure narratives, as their narratives start to unravel and fall apart, and their desperation will become ever more exponential. Another headline, Fauci's hidden history and secret affiliations finally catch up with him. You can research any of these and investigate further. I'm trying to give pieces of the puzzle, and there's a lot of those pieces to try to cover in this time frame. Another headline, that was a lie. Quote, Tucker Carlson levels Fauci after FOIA emails, that's Freedom of Information Act emails, connect the dots, as we're doing here on this broadcast. Forgive me for covering a few more of these nuggets before getting to biosphere collapse, because it is certainly encouraging to see the unraveling of this facade that was so transparent from the beginning for anybody who truly investigated. Another headline, same theme. Expect the unexpected. Quote, indeed, Fauci's pandemic profiteering book was just pulled from Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Interesting how the tables turn, isn't it? But there still is orchestration from behind the scenes. Nothing happens without that orchestration. So be vigilant and observant. Carefully consider all available data before coming to conclusions. Another headline. Email shows researcher who funded Wuhan lab admits manipulating coronaviruses and thanked Fauci for dismissing lab leak theory. From that report, the email... I just mentioned, was from Dr. Peter Dozik, president of the Eco Health Alliance, a group that has extensive ties to the Wuhan lab gain-of-function research. 
And he sent the email to Fauci on April 18th, 2020, roughly six weeks after the outbreak had taken hold. Fox News seems to be the only mainstream media source that is covering the Fauci emails that have just been released and the criminal implications that are contained in them. But Fox News at the same time continues to push the exact CV-19 primary protocol that Fauci has peddled from the start. That we should all run out and roll up our sleeves for the jab as soon as we can. Perhaps two or three of them. And possibly ongoing new vaccinations every six months. What's wrong with this picture? You decide. Next headline, multiple sources. Swiss scientists have recreated the coronavirus in a lab. From that report, a synthetic virus could help develop drugs, vaccines, and diagnostic tests, but could also be used as a bioweapon. They did this with relative ease in a lab. And it is that very fact that they were trying to make clear to the public. Next headline. Lockdown forever, exclamation point in the headline. It continues with this. The World Health Organization and Fauci warn coronavirus danger is, quote, far from over. The fires just keep burning, don't they? They just keep being stoked. Exactly what GeoengineWatch.org stated from the very onset of this entire scenario. Next headline. Robert Kennedy Jr. claims Dr. Fauci and Gates Foundation will make billions on coronavirus vaccine. Again, for the record, ultimately, those at the very top of the power structure pyramid don't need to profit in this way. They can print whatever they want from thin air. Keep that in mind always. And yes, there are disaster capitalists, again, like the pirates trying to fill their pockets with loot as the ship goes down. They will go down with it. But at the very, very top, they do not need to profit in this way. It's about something else altogether. Next headline, vaccinated teens can get free Six Flags tickets. Next headline, same theme. Ohio to announce second Vaximillion winners. How incredibly desperate they are. How the fascist system works together to accomplish whatever they wish to accomplish. And when will the public look up from their iPhones, look up to the sky, in fact, as a whole, to see what's happening there. But when will investigation begin? When will it be considered that... We have more than enough history to know that those at the top are not concerned about populations. They're not concerned about our military men and women at all. Been over that on broadcast after broadcast. When will that sink into the population? They are not here to help at the top of the power structure pyramid. Don't forget that. And for the record, there's no winners on a dead planet. And that's the bottom line. The biosphere is imploding by the day. And everything else is connected to that. Next headline. Amazon branding vaccinated employees forces private COVID decisions to be made public. From that report, Amazon is forcing its employees to brand themselves with stickers indicating they've received a COVID vaccination, even if they'd prefer to keep that medical decision private. This move also forces employees to disclose if they have not received a vaccine. If you don't wish to reveal your vaccination status or simply do not want to take a vaccine, you'll be forced to keep on a mask and go without a sticker. It's like a reverse scarlet letter. Consequently, coworkers may ask them why they're not vaccinated, prying into personal medical decisions when it's not their business. Or much worse, the Amazon employee may feel pressure into getting the vaccination even if they don't want it. And what else is happening in the incredibly complex 
and delicately balanced, industrialized, militarized society, going along with everything I've mentioned so far in this broadcast, what the controllers know, what they've been preparing for for a very long time. Please plug everything into this equation, not giving you conclusions, asking you to come to those on your own, but consider all the pieces of the puzzle and who's really behind what's happening. We only know what we're told on mainstream media in so many cases by official sources. Do we really think they're telling us the truth about what's happening or why or who's really behind it? Consider this headline. Fears of beef and pork shortages grow after cyber attack on meat packing, packing company JBS. That's from the UK Daily Mail, but many other sources. And this headline, quote, big risk, California farmers hit by drought and change plans for their planting, planting different crops. That's from Reuters and other sources. In the case of the California drought, we can speculate as to the agendas and objectives, but the bottom line is climate engineering is the core causal factor for the cutoff of precipitation in the U.S. West and many other places around the globe. And the data proves this conclusively. Again, we can speculate about agendas and objectives, but climate engineering, massive drought-causing factor in many places all over the globe. And yes, there's still deluge. There will continue to be deluge. The atmosphere holds 7% more moisture for every degree C of warming. It should rain much more overall on a rapidly warming planet, but it's not. Drought still far outweighs deluge. And that's because there's a factor we're not being told about. And that factor is climate engineering. And we can see on satellite imagery... The RF microwave transmissions that manipulate the atmosphere that's saturated with electrically conductive particulates that looks like a virtual wall off the U.S. west coast. Moisture flows in from the Pacific and hits that wall and goes north or south but doesn't come straight in and it is pitifully obvious. And there's not a meteorologist alive that doesn't know this is going on. But they refuse to acknowledge the truth because it's an extremely poor career decision at minimum, likely far worse. Let's ask the Weather Channel modeling specialist that was suicided in the Weather Channel garage. I think his name was Nick Wiltgren. His family said he would never do that. He was the individual most likely to know what was occurring. And certainly when we have a federal gag order and all National Weather Service and no employees, that's not hard to figure out, is it? Let's continue with this theme. Another headline, quote, somber harvest. Crops may fail. Cattle sold as the Northwest descends into drought. It's not descending into drought. It's been free-falling into drought for many years. In 2014, it was already published. Then it was the worst drought in 1,200 years. And now suddenly, in 2019, they pretend that that data was never published and they try to downplay it and backpedal it to pacify the population until the last possible moment. Because whenever they can say it's the worst drought in X amount of years, and not the worst ever. Then public think, well, it happened before, so it must be just part of some cycle. It's not a cycle. What's happening now is solely the result of the human decimation to the planet, and statisticians have done the calculations on this, on the likelihood of what is happening on planet Earth at this exact moment in time being anything other than human activity, and the statistics are a statistical zero. Zero chance that this is not from human activity. Because to think otherwise, again, the argument I've stated so many times would be like finding a body in the street that had been stabbed, beaten, shot, run over, burnt, bombed, and then claiming it died of a heart attack. That individual died of a heart attack. You have a very hard time making that argument. It's no different now. And that will become ever more obvious with each passing week and month. Another headline, restaurants raise prices amid soaring costs and labor shortage. 
food costs are going to continue to skyrocket. And yes, of course, there's a labor shortage when you're paying people to stay home. All part of the plan. Another headline, U.S. Mint delays silver shipments due to global silver shortage. It is statistically felt that for every 100 ounces of silver traded, one actually exists. We will soon see how true that is or not. But as I've stated so many times, the most valuable commodity that you will soon be able to have is something you can eat, drink, or shelter with. Another headline, gas is going to $5 per gallon, first in California, then across the country. Almost there now in California. But that's only the beginning, and that's the least of our problems. Consider that. EU launches digital wallet in latest step toward cashless society. We all know where that road leads, and we are on it. They will try to push every agenda they can as fast as they can. Biosphere collapse, again, has beat the controllers to the intersection. Now they're trying to play catch-up in a very haphazard way. This headline on most mainstream sources now constantly, gun violence continues to escalate. Again, with full mainstream media attention. Question, why is there virtually no coverage on the millions of mortalities from our increasingly toxic air? Literally millions of times more mortalities than all the gun violence mortalities combined, and not a word. And what is mathematically the single greatest source of highly toxic atmospheric particle pollution? Geoengineering, solar radiation management operations. What's the primary element in climate engineering patents? An element that has shown up in alarming quantities with every lab test taken by geoengineeringwatch.org of precipitation and at altitude in the plumes being emitted by dispersing jet aircraft. The primary element is aluminum. Footnote, view the groundbreaking documentary film that fully exposes the climate engineering operations titled The Dimming. View it for free on the homepage of geoengineeringwatch.org. For the record, bioavailable aluminum does not otherwise exist in the environment in free form. Further, bioavailable aluminum is harmful to all life forms, no exceptions. And about the epidemics of Alzheimer's and dementia, peer-reviewed science study has now proven that without bioavailable aluminum in the equation, there would be no Alzheimer's in the normal human lifespan of up to 100 years. Think about that for a moment. So, yes, the gun violence is extremely tragic. But consider and remember that the controllers will continue to do everything they can to keep the public's eyes off the skies and the lethal fallout that is raining down through our breathable air column. What official narrative is being used to pacify populations on that subject? Consider the following recent report from multiple sources. Longer high pollen seasons could be here to stay. The report then states the increasing pollen count and longer allergy seasons across the country have become a decades-long trend that has been attributed to human-caused climate change. Let's stop there for a moment. Just climate change? Really? The core part of the equation just covered was completely omitted. Look up. Investigate. You won't like what you discover, but facing the truth is the only way forward in this fight. Reaching a critical mass of awareness with the population is the only way forward, and we are literally fighting for our lives. If we can't breathe without sucking in what's being dispersed in our skies, we're not going to be here much longer, or at least not functioning cognitively. That's the fact of the matter. Another headline from newsun.org. This is the UN's news source about the environment. Restoration call for area the size of China to protect failing biodiversity and food insecurity. How would that fix anything? 
You can set aside any size area you want on a dead rock that's spinning through a hostile environment of space. It's not going to do any good. We have to fix the entire system or nothing else matters. No functional habitat, no humans. Simple equation. More headlines from the UN.org site. Millions of Americans could face eviction as housing protection expires in June. But printing money out of thin air forever won't help anything either, will it? This whole scenario was never, ever sustainable, not even close, and we're about to find out the hard way how true that is. Another headline, same source. California eyes shuttered malls and stores for new housing. What about food? What about water? What about a functional life support system on the planet, a functional climate that's not filled with highly toxic heavy metal and polymer particulates that we're all inhaling? Nowhere in this equation. And the stock market pyramid scheme is still being pumped up by printed money again from thin air, central bank backdoor infusions. If you think it's going to last, think again. The market is only being used to pacify populations till the last possible moment. Here's another headline from newsun.org. CV-19 crisis to push global unemployment over 200 million in 2022. A lot's going to happen between now and then. None of these future projections mean anything, especially when you have some projection from some science source that suggests something might happen in 2050 or 2100. We're never going to get there in the current course, not even close. You can quote me on that. Another headline, one more from the UN News site. Risk of CV-19 surge threatens Africa's health facilities. The fires just keep popping up and burning, don't they? Again and again and again. One more headline, same theme, same source. COVID danger has not passed. States must support pandemic treaty. Again, that is from news.un.org. Pushing for total submission to the protocols that they are forcing on populations. And where am I going with all this? Again, I try to make that clear in broadcast after broadcast, but... Let me state it again. I'm only asking for legitimate investigation. Have a reason for concluding what you've concluded. Have a reason for your opinion. Don't just accept it from some source or someone. Weigh it out yourself. Test it yourself. Is there anything irrational or unreasonable in that request? More headlines. When do we round up? Question mark. This is from multiple sources. And then it states, what if the vaccine-hesitant block are hitting thresholds to reopen? Before covering an excerpt in this report, let me redefine, quote, vaccine-hesitant as someone who wants to investigate something so serious as having an injection put into your system that you can never, ever take out. What's unreasonable about investigating first? instead of being labeled in this way, or separated out, or marginalized. And that's exactly what those in power want. You're not allowed to question, even on something so serious as this. We're told to trust the, quote, experts. Experts just like Fauci, who we now know, and we've known for a very long time, and we announced on the air for a very long time, was involved with the manufacturing of this virus, helping to fund it in a lab. Peer-reviewed science study proves it. Simply pointing out that study. Anyone can find it. That's the kind of so-called experts we're told to trust without question. And why in the world would we? The report 
states this. Until now, the biggest challenge limiting vaccination rates has been supply. Soon, the report states, it could be the hesitant and the reluctant. And given all the statistical data we now have as to how these programs are going, why wouldn't there be a tremendous amount of hesitant and reluctant individuals? Again, from my own family, stepfather and father-in-law, both admitted to critical care units hours after receiving their first injections, one week, almost a week in the hospital. Neither one seems to have recovered. My own family, that much happened. And the available statistics on adverse reactions and, quote, breakthrough cases, those that have been vaccinated that end up with CV-19, are shocking. They're absolutely shocking. Again, I ask, is it reasonable to accept a procedure you can never, ever undo without diligent investigation? There's only one rational answer to that question. No matter where you live, no matter which converging threat you're most concerned about and focused on, or perhaps doing your best to avoid, to hide from, what ubiquitous threat is there no way to escape, no matter where you live, no matter how safe and sound you feel you are? The highly toxic heavy metal and polymer fallout is raining down through our breathable air column. There is a reason that our skies are now so often hazy or silvery white, especially when you look toward the horizons. Microscopic particles that are invisible during the day can be seen in shocking abundance if one aims a very bright flashlight toward the sky at night in a very dark location. There's all too often so much material raining down on us that in the beam of light, it looks like it's snowing. Again, what's the primary air column element that has been found in lab tests from all over the world? And in the atmospheric particulate testing recently conducted by geoengineeringwatch.org, aluminum, the primary element named in climate engineering patents. And with all that in mind, consider this new peer-reviewed science study, yet another confirmation of the most primary of threats we collectively face. Here's the study title, Aluminum in Neurofibrillary Tangles in Familial Alzheimer's Disease. From the report, aluminum is a non-essential yet biologically reactive metal implicated in the etiology of Alzheimer's disease. In summary, the report states, we have demonstrated the unequivocal association of aluminum and Alzheimer's disease. Again, peer-reviewed studies have now proven without aluminum, no Alzheimer's disease in the normal human lifespan of up to 100 years. Now let's add this headline to the mix. Geoengineering risks losers as well as winners for climate and wildfire risks. Apparently, the so-called science sources that published this report didn't feel it necessary to make mention of that pesky Alzheimer's and dementia detail, did they? Let's cut the fog from the air. There's no winners with climate engineering operations, only losers across the board. And though the power structure imagines they are the winners, the benefactors of using weather as a weapon and the cognitive diminishment of populations certainly likely also very appealing to them as well. If we remain in the current course, no one gets out alive. None. Now this headline. Let's add this to the mix. Bill Gates supports geoengineering to block the sun. Again, for the record, global climate engineering operations are not a last-ditch proposal to save us all from ourselves from the decimation the human race has inflicted on the planet. No, geoengineering operations are simply a form of weather warfare and biological warfare because of the highly toxic elements being used at minimum, even if 
biological elements weren't specifically added. It creates those platforms for fungal proliferation and many other elements, and it so degrades our cognitive and immune systems, these elements must be considered a form of biological warfare at minimum. And let's not forget the Italian researchers with peer-reviewed study that proved COVID-19 is attached to airborne particulates. And that's interesting, isn't it? Covered that in past broadcasts. The world's second most recognized geoengineer, Dr. Ken Caldera, who stated on the record, we have the audio at Geoengineering Watch. He designed pathogens for the U.S. Department of Defense to seed into clouds to infect the populations below. He now works for Bill Gates. Interesting how all these pieces of the puzzle might fit together, isn't it? Climate engineering operations have been deployed at scale for over 70 years with covert global support from power centers all over the world. And how's the planet holding up under the weight of the human race? With the climate engineering operations at the top of the list of destructive factors, just how insane are the controllers? How far will they go? In the coming months, the answers to those questions will become ever more clear. Let's dive into the latest breaking frontline reports on unfolding biosphere collapse, which is ultimately the bottom line to everything else that's unfolding. But first, I want to express my deepest gratitude to each and every individual that's doing their best to stay informed, to wake others with credible data from a credible source, and by doing so, helping to turn the tide of insanity. Thank you for making your voices heard in this most critical battle to sound the alarm. It's our collective efforts that can yet make a difference. This is Dane Wigington. You're listening to the Global Alert News Hour, episode number 304, June 5th, 2021. This is the bad news broadcast, but it's critically important information that covers the issues we must face if we're to have any chance of changing course. This non-political, commercial-free frontline news broadcast is brought to you by geoengineeringwatch.org and paid for by geoengineeringwatch.org. This news hour is broadcast on AM and FM stations in Northern California, Washington State, on the East Coast, in Alabama, Chicago, San Antonio, Texas, Tampa, Florida, and now in San Francisco, Sacramento, and San Diego. Recordings of this broadcast can be found at geoengineeringwatch.org under the recent top stories and radio sections. The latest geoengineeringwatch.org awareness-raising printed materials can be ordered from the homepage of geoengineeringwatch.org for our approximate cost of producing and shipping. These materials are extremely effective at waking others. There's a picture, again, worth a thousand words. We have satellite imagery, copies of patents, copies of the illegal federal gag order, and we put this material out for, in many cases, less than it costs us to produce. Our only goal is to get it into circulation as fast as possible. The recently completed geoengineeringwatch.org documentary on climate engineering titled The Dimming is now posted on the top center of the geoengineeringwatch.org homepage. You can view it for free. Please help us to overcome social media censorship and to expose the insanity in our skies by sharing the link to this groundbreaking documentary that fully exposes the ongoing climate engineering onslaught. Let's move on to more headlines because conditions are indeed getting worse by the day in so many locations. Humans have completely altered atmospheric chemistry in the geologic blink of an eye. And question, how many have any idea about how dire and immediate the ramifications are? The UV issue alone, which again, we're very close to posting our latest update on the UV radiation issue on the surface of the planet. That issue by itself is an existential threat in the extremely near-term time frame. The ozone layer is collapsing. It's unraveling. Climate engineering is the largest core causal factor. If you want to look at previous geoengineeringwatch.org updates, search geoengineeringwatch.org. 
Climate engineering is destroying the ozone layer. And you can find our report. You might have a hard time finding anything from geoengineeringwatch.org on Google because they're trying so hard to suppress our data. Because stop and consider, if populations around the globe knew what their governments have done to them without their knowledge or their consent, committing them to an experiment from which there is no return, and another such experiment going on right now, we all know what that is. But in regard to climate engineering, once you interfere with the climate system, you derail the entire system, and indeed they have interfered with the system on every imaginable level. Governments around the world, with very few exceptions, either actively or passively cooperating in this insanity for their own purposes. And imagine if we awakened populations to what has been done to them, and every single weather event becomes suspect. Would that have happened if not for 75 years of climate injuring operations? Now we have the potential to so justifiably infuriate populations that one can only hope that they would take to the streets with their proverbial pitchforks and torches and seek out every single individual that's either actively or passively involved with either participating in the programs or helping to cover them up and to hold them legally and morally accountable for what they have done in exchange for a paycheck and a pension. And we so need to reach that point. I'm advocating peaceful reaction to what's been done to us, but I'm stating it needs to happen. These people need to be brought out into the full light of day and put on trial as fast as possible. And there are so many of them from academia to so-called elected officials to official so-called public protection agencies to media and members of the U.S. military. How many are either actively or passively participating in the climate engineering nightmare? More headlines. Memorial Day attempts in the forested, that's dying forests, of Northern California daytime into triple digits. Here's for the record. 10 p.m. on the evening of Memorial Day, well after dark, my forested location in the far north of California, still 90 degrees at 10 at night. At that time, at that point in spring, 90. And that's where the temperature during the day locally that went as high as 110 broke the former record by 7 degrees. And it's not cooling off at night. Why isn't it cooling off at night? Because the thickening layers of atmospheric greenhouse gases, including methane, nitrous oxide, gases that aren't mentioned by official sources when they focus only on CO2. And certainly what's not mentioned is the heat-trapping effect of climate engineering particulates blocking some of the daytime thermal energy while destroying the ozone layer and disrupting the hydrological cycle, but also trapping heat at night. The conditions in Northern California, and for that matter, many other parts of the world already, are entering the realm of apocalyptic. And the ramifications are beyond grave as we are headed toward taps, water taps being turned off soon. We're headed for an empty Lake Shasta, an empty Lake Orville. And the suffering of the forest is beyond immense. The damage is not repairable in any time frame that matters. And for every acre of forest that burns, we lose further ground. And again, we can attribute that most directly to climate engineering operations. The first full-page newspaper ad the geoengineering watchdog participated in putting in Northern California papers occurred in 2008. We stated specifically exactly what would happen if these operations were allowed to continue, and that's exactly what has happened. 
How many think even now that we can just go up onto those burnt slopes that are now surrounding Redding in Northern California and plant more trees and everything will be fine again at some point? Not going to happen because those trees aren't growing. The conditions are so harsh now. Now that our summers are no longer three months long with no rain in many parts of Northern California, they're about nine months long now and brutally hot with excruciating UV radiation toxic elements in the rain that affect root systems. You can't plant trees now and have them grow. No more. It's done. I've done this myself. I've stated this on broadcast after broadcast. I, In 20 years now past, I could plant 250 or more trees in a day with a 95% success rate, meaning 95% made it through the first year. Now the success rate is zero. And if you plant saplings on these burnt, scorched, now frying in the sun slopes, They are not going to grow. They're not growing. And all those black slopes now absorb heat instead of reflecting it and moderating it. And what's going on in the skies above us all too often? Skies that look like something literally from another planet. One day we'll have crisscrossing patterns everywhere with expanding, lingering, hazy, sky-filling filth spewed out by the climate engineering jet aircraft. Next day you might have nothing. Is that dot not hard to connect that all the planes stop one day? They're still there, but they're not emitting anything. And when you see a plane leaving a trail from horizon to horizon and one next to it, same approximate altitude, leaving nothing, shouldn't a light go on? We have up-close film footage at geoengineeringwatch.org of these aircraft, films taken at altitude, nozzles visible, turning on and off. End of argument, end of discussion. They are spraying and dispersing. We have lab tests to prove what they're dispersing. And yet so many want to bury their heads so far in the sand that we have no chance of dealing with this issue that's killing the planet's life support systems. And we are rapidly running out of time. I assure you of that. And again, same core of power at the center of what's happening in our skies and the unfolding scenarios on the ground. We all know what those scenarios are. Another headline. Last week's report from the Weather Channel climate engineering cover-up actors, quote, record highs toppled amid intense western heat wave. The report states the heat peaked in Redding, California on the holiday itself with a reported high of 109 degrees. It was 110 or more. That shatters Monday, Monday's record of 103 set in 2016 and also set a new all-time high for the month of May. This is all for Weather Channel. Temperatures are forecast to remain in the triple digits and challenge daily records each day into Saturday in Reading. It is baking here, absolutely baking. And it's interesting we hear from people back east. I've said this over and over that the eastern half of the U.S. lower 48, the most engineered cool down zone in the entire world the most anomalously less warm region in the entire world for now nine years running and they think it's interesting how many we hear from that if it's cooler where they're at it must be cooler all over the world again eastern half u.s lower 48 about one two hundredth of the earth's surface area that's hardly a snapshot of the entire world you have a few sensationalized cool down zones while so much of the world is absolutely incinerating at a runaway pace what did Weather Channel climate engineering cover-up actor Tevin Wooten say about the record-shattering heat and drought in the U.S. West? Wooten said this, quote, Mother Nature is playing a dangerous game. I once saw Weather Channel disinformation and climate engineering cover-up actor Al Roker state this. Someone sent in a grid pattern in the sky of climate engineering operations. And what did Al Roker say? Isn't Mother Nature amazing? How can people face themselves in the mirror when they're willing to pretend 
participate in this kind of insanity in exchange for their paycheck and pension and spew out such blatant, glaring lies. I don't understand it. I really don't. I could not face myself in the mirror. I couldn't face my children if I participated in that kind of insanity, if I wasn't part of the cure and not the disease, or at least doing my best to play that part. And the so-called expert sources like the Weather Channel and their paid disinformation actors are all owned by the money printers. The vast majority of academia, from the climate science community to the medical industrial complex, have long since sold out. No honor, no conscience, morally bankrupt. I know there are exceptions, but they are few. I know this firsthand. I have found so few in the last 20 years of marching forward in this battle, so few willing to tell even a shred of truth. From the insurancejournal.com, this report from last week, rising global temperatures move closer to climate change tipping point. They state there is now a 40% chance that global temperatures will temporarily reach 1.5 degrees Celsius above pre-industrial levels in the next five years, and the odds are rising. This is ridiculously false. We have blown past likely 3.5 degrees C already, and they're still pretending that we're down at these lower levels while temperatures are falsified to the downside constantly. We constantly see 3, 4, even 5 degrees under-reporting of official high temperatures. In the nighttime, low temperatures are rising twice as fast as daytime highs and almost never mentioned. People are losing sight of that incredibly important factor, and that is a sign that heat is not escaping back into the atmosphere. Again, climate engineering, huge core factor in the equation, but not the only factor. Every form of human activity that affects the energy balance of the planet is a factor. And consider, again, we are losing the planet's air conditioning system, i.e. the polar regions. Ice is melting all over the globe, and that is an indisputable fact. This is not a political argument. Watch the film Chasing Ice, non-political, can be viewed online for about $3. If you don't believe what you see with your own eyes, there's nothing I can tell you to make you consider this fact. We are losing ice in the planet. The oceans are superheating. And consider that a cubic meter of seawater can contain 4,000 times the heat energy of a cubic meter of air, 4,000 times. And now that the oceans have superheated and are dying by the day, that heat in the atmosphere will no longer be absorbed by the oceans, and now we are really in trouble. What happens in an ice chest? When you lose the ice, when you lose that massive heat sink of the ice, everything in that ice chest warms up extremely rapidly, and that is the pace we are on. Now let's add a thicker blanket of heat-trapping gases and a decimated ozone layer that's allowing incredible amounts of penetrating thermal energy to reach the surface of the planet. That's why the surface of your car is so hot. That's why the interiors heat up so fast. That's what's burning foliage, plants. You can feel it on your skin. And how many completely ignore that? They completely ignore their own senses. They completely ignore what they can see in the skies. They completely ignore the all-over-the-board script of the CV-19 scenario, which is becoming more alarming by the day. Let's get back to the biosphere scenario again It's apocalyptic in Northern California. Here's another headline from numerous sources. Drought conditions could worsen California wildfires that have already burned five times more land this year than the same time last year, which was the record-setting year, by the way. Could. How could there be a could in this equation? Of course, if it's extraordinarily dry, drier than ever before, 
two and two equals four here, doesn't it? It must be worse this year. The potential is worse. And again, this is where climate engineering is the core of the equation. It is setting the stage for these epic burns. The source of ignition, another subject completely. What we can prove, what we can confirm and verify, climate engineering is cutting off the precipitation to the U.S. West Coast. The precipitation that does fall is toxic. It's affecting root systems. It's changing soil pH values. We have those measurements at geoengineeringwatch.org. It is dropping an incendiary dust, bioavailable materials like aluminum, in nanoparticulate form, are an incendiary. They're coating foliage and the forest floor. This is indisputable lab test proven fact. And this factor is not being acknowledged. Why? Because, again, the liability factor is incalculable. If populations find out what's being done to them, or should I say become willing to face what's being done to them, the paradigm will then shift. Back to the U.S. West Coast, the climate engineers are now scheduling the engineered weather pendulum to swing back to the U.S. East. Record temps are being planned for portions of the Northeast, while the already baking and burning western U.S. is scheduled to get a short-term reprieve from the record heat, but without a drop of rain. Another headline, same theme. Farmers in California destroying their own crops because there's not enough water to keep them alive. And this is only the beginning. The climate engineers don't have any precipitation planned for Northern California or parts of the U.S. West, at least at this point. Another headline. What happens when the Colorado River runs dry? We're about to find out. From that report, Lake Mead is currently projected to be at its lowest level since filling within the next year, possibly triggering the first federal shortage declaration on the river that supplies water to 40 million people across seven U.S. states. The dryness is currently off the charts in parts of the watershed. Climatologist John Mayer with the Utah Climate Center said that the number that captures the severity for him is 12 inches, 12 inches of rain. He says that's about the amount of water that our soils are behind in terms of what they normally would have. What planet does this individual live on? In my exact location in Northern California, my specific zone, we're well over 300 inches, in fact, probably closer to 400 inches short since 2007. Three to 400 inches short. 14 years with an average yearly deficit of at least 30 inches. The statistical average for my zone on the east side of Lake Shasta is 70 inches of rain a year, and we've been lucky to get 35 to 40 in some years much less than that. Is it any wonder at all that Lake Shasta is almost empty, even though barely a trickle was let out of the dam all winter long? They're letting out a bit more now, not that it matters. And let's not forget the most recent snowpack stats from California that state this season is currently as low as 2% of normal in some locations for the snowpack. 2%. Unless the climate engineers allow precipitation to once again flow into the U.S. West, many will have their, again, their water completely cut off this year. And then the fun will really start. Unprecedented wildfires with no water. Hell on earth is coming. And how are our so-called elected representatives responding to this? California State Representative Doug LaMalfa, who knows full well about climate engineering, is proposing we raise the dam. Shasta Dam, the same dam that we can't fill because climate engineering operations are cutting off the precipitation. So how much sense does that make? We live in an insane asylum, and elected officials seem to be bought, sold, and paid for, and the last thing we can expect them to do is to tell the truth. And speaking of not telling the truth, this headline from last week, from many science sources, satellites may have been underestimating the planet's warming for decades. 
No, no could, no may, no might, have been. Geoengineering Watchdog has stated on the record since the beginning of our existence, and now it's starting to be admitted to because they can't hide it any longer. Same as insect population collapse, same as ocean fisheries collapse, same as wildlife population collapse. The biosphere is collapsing. That's not my opinion. It's a statistical fact. We, all of us, each of us, along with the entire web of life, are on a blindingly fast track to a lifeless planet. Game over. All of the global controller agendas and objectives are directly or indirectly connected. Consider that those at the top of the power pyramid do not do anything they do for the overall good of populations, and certainly not with any consideration whatsoever for nature, for the web of life, on which all of our lives completely depend. The power structure, i.e. those who control governments all over the world, do what they do for their own ends. Nothing else matters to them, and it never has. Any belief or conclusion to the contrary is completely refuted by the facts. Centuries of facts. And in regard to there being a global power structure, that's beyond question. Global power structure, collusion, and cooperation is a given. This is especially inarguable in regard to issues like CV-19 and climate engineering. It cannot be otherwise. No matter what outward tensions and potential conflicts mainstream media portrays to the public behind the scenes, the cooperation and collusion continues unabated now more than ever. Just like crime syndicates that work together to suit their own ends, the same is true for global power centers. One factor that could turn at some point in our favor is the potential for such power centers to turn on each other. The first and most important leap we can make in this direction is to awaken populations to the converging catastrophes that are closing in on us all. We must also expose the extent the true extent of the criminal power centers that are masquerading as legitimate governments all over the world. The country with the largest military machine on the planet, by far, is at the top of this list, completely corrupt. That blank is not hard to fill in. So many continue to blindly wave their flags, parroting various carefully crafted patriotic statements passed along and propagated by the power structure. Statements that all too often have no factual basis. Ignorance and delusion may feel better to the individual for a time, but all too soon the price must be paid by the whole. And at this most critical time, the totality of that conclusion cannot be overstated. Please forgive me for repeating what Mark Twain so correctly stated so many years ago about patriotism. He said this, quote, In the beginning of change, the patriot is brave and scarce, hated and scorned. But in the end, when his cause succeeds, the timid join him, for then it costs nothing to be a patriot. Again, I ask, what will each of us choose to do in the time we have? It's never too late to wholeheartedly join this epic battle for all that matters, for our collective future, indeed, for life itself. Check the activist suggestions link on the homepage of geoengineeringwatch.org to learn specific details on how you can help to turn the tide of insanity that we are all drowning in by the day. Share credible data from a credible source. Make your voice heard. Make every day count. Until next week, stay safe, stay strong. This is Dane Wigington with geoengineeringwatch.org.